Hi friends, this is Connie Alpers and I want to welcome you back to Equipped to Be, where I get to help you embrace and navigate the seasons of life so you can reach your personal family and parenting goals. We at Equipped to Be want you to understand how God has given you unique gifts, strengths, and talents so that you can live in all seasons with confidence and joy. Whether you're cooking dinner, holding laundry, or maybe just enjoying some time alone. I hope you enjoy this episode of Equipped to Be. Welcome to this edition of Equipped to Be. I'm your host, Connie Albers. Thanks for joining me. This is episode 75. Hard to believe we have gotten this far. Of the events that have been happening in the world and the culture over the last 18 months, I have thought about the whole strength series that we did which was episodes 71, 72, 73, and 74. And I was thinking about, all right, what are we going to do next? Because obviously, uh, when I teach and coach strengths and parenting to a strength, leading in your strengths, those take a lot more time than just a few episodes on a podcast. I am working on a project that I'm super excited about. But I want to talk to you about how that ties into like now, And I remember I called one of my kids, my daughter, specifically asking her to meet me because we had to have a conversation. There was just something heavy on my heart, and I needed some clarification from her, not something you do through text messaging or, or even through a phone call. I needed to see her face, and we needed to be able to look eye to eye. And as I was sharing this story with another mom, I recently had Uh, some company, a mama of eight who came to visit Camp Albers and uh, have some time with one of her children. As they got ready to enter the school year, it was a beautiful time, and we had lots of great conversations. And we were talking about the teen years, uh, more specifically older teens. And when you're getting ready to launch your children, many of you are sending your kids to college. I know one of the women that works here with us at Equipped to Be Uh, She is in the process of helping her child transition over into the college life. We've got a lot of changes inside just what we do here in the show with families and dynamics. And, you know, we've had a lot of, I was talking to my sound engineer because getting the podcast up, I have to tell you, I'm sorry, we, after a year and a half, we weren't able to get a new podcast up. It was the first time that that's really hit us like that. And one of the things that we were uh, chatting back and forth is sometimes abrupt disruption can can mess up a workflow and it can impact like everybody, everybody on your team. And, and when you impact somebody else's schedule or their workflow, then that trickles to their relationships with their spouses, their dinner times, their, their work schedule, maybe other clients, uh, their families, and if they're homeschooling, their homeschool day, there's a ripple effect to all of that. And and honestly, that is kind of what precipitated this particular conversation, my conversation with you today and this, this episode, because your kids are watching you. Your kids are watching you, whether they're two and they're pointing to the light socket and you, and they're pointing out, pointing to everything and, and you label, it's the label game. They point, you tell them. They're taking cues from you of of what is good and acceptable and what's not, you know, the, oh, yes, well, this is a light switch. This is a T 
table. This is a doorknob. Oh, no, no. That's no. This is no, no. They're watching us. They're listening to us. We're giving them cues and directives of what's okay and what's not. And then they get a little older and the conversation changes, but they're still watching you. They're watching what happens when you get that phone call that interrupts and disrupts your day and how you handle that. Or they watch how when one child gets sick, how do you deal with the rest of the kids? How do you deal with your spouse? Or when you get sick, how do you how do you handle it? How do you treat people? How do you talk to people? They're watching you. And then when they hit the tween years, they start looking for inconsistencies. Does what you do match what you say? Do you run around talking, God, 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 Jesus, 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 and then what they see you live is rudeness or not respect or not listening or not honoring others or maybe being even self-focused, not others aware? And then when they hit the teen years, they've moved from just the do your words match to maybe questioning and saying, well, hey, if, if you talk out of both sides of your mouth, well, what, well, then that's okay for me to do. What we allow, what we do, we're giving them permission to do as well. And we have to be so mindful of that. Do we snap back? When they sass us, do we sass back? Are we filled with sarcastic innuendos that are, are little jabs here and there? They're watching. They're listening. So the whole point of when I was doing the strengths series was to get you to realize how critical words are and how when we string words together, how they're going to go in to the ears of the listener. It could be your spouse. It could be your somebody you work with. It could be your teenager or your middle schooler. It could be your elementary child that's super sensitive and you snap at them and they burst into tears. The words that you speak to yourself also have a profound impact on your thinking. Those words you type on the screen and you share on social media or you respond via email, others are watching you and listening to how you respond also. And the purpose of knowing strengths is knowing how to address all the different circumstances that come your way. Will you do it perfectly? No, not at all. But if you don't know anything, you'll be completely lost and you'll be shooting in the dark. You'll be trying to hit something and you're not really sure if you can get it or not. You're just hoping Maybe you're praying, God, give me the words to speak. Okay, there are tools you can use that give you the ability to do the job of communicating more effectively with greater precision and accuracy, thus removing hindrances to that could hurt and harm your relationship. So like I was going back to my story with my daughter and I said, I just, I need to talk to you. I need to get clarity and understanding about something something that I needed. I was struggling with something. And I thought about this particular child. I thought about how God has wired her to receive information, how God has wired her 
to best communicate with. So I just sent her a simple text. Hey, this is what I'm looking to do. Could we meet up and, you know, go for a walk or something, something that was active? And then we had this conversation. The conversation was not like a fun, easy conversation. It was a hard conversation because it involved heart matters. Heart, my heart in particular, but it also involved relationship issues. Ignoring anything doesn't make it go away. It only makes it compounded. It only heightens the sensitivity level when you don't need to do that. I've heard people say to me recently, well, I just say it like it is, in the mind, out the mouth. Well, I'm telling you that's not a wise way to live your life. You got to put a filter on your own mouth. So during my conversation, you know, chit-chat for a little bit, got to kind of ease into things according to the person you're speaking with. Some people you can be very direct. They don't like chit-chat. But you're not going to know that if you don't understand the person, if you don't understand how they're wired, how they're uniquely designed. They don't want to know about your day, and it's not because they don't care. They want to get to the heart of the matter. They want to deal with the problem at hand, and then they want to move on because they've got things to do, families to tend to. So we had our conversation, and... It ended beautifully, but it would never have happened, and it would never have ended that way had I not stopped first to consider how the words that I use would impact her. Would the words that I use draw conversation out, or would it cause a wall to go up. You know what that's like. You try to speak to somebody and maybe they don't just phrase it the right way, you know, because words matter. They don't phrase it just the right way. Maybe they're a little too harsh. Maybe they go up on a word when they should be going down on a word. They don't have the right voice inflection or the right tone or the maybe maybe the right directness and candor. That conversation greatly impacted my relationship, and it restored some hurt that I was feeling. And I know we often think the different stages of parenting, you know, when they're older, it's, you know, when we hit the teen years, how difficult it is. That's, I'm just going to tell you right now, you got those, those teens in your years, this is an awesome time for you to shore up knowing how to communicate with that child. Because when the tassel turns and and you're driving your child to college or they're going off into the marketplace or they're moving out, the dynamics of your relationship change. So does the influence. You still have influence. It's harder to get together. It's harder to have those conversations. Because why? They're working, they're going to school, they're engaging more in their community as adults, which is the way it's supposed to be. So your kids are watching. They're watching how you react and respond to the daily challenges of life. 
they watch and they react to the daily challenges of conflict and disruptions. And then they start modeling those patterns. And those, the, that modeling can be, I am never going to do it like that. Or it'll be, I learned a lot from watching my parents. See, where you're sitting right now, you're probably, you can probably say, well, I learned this from my parents that was really good, but then there were these things that I learned from my parents that I would never do. Okay. And guess what? That's exactly what's going to happen with your kids. When they're all grown up and they turn that tassel and you're not paying for their insurance or their cell phone or their rent or anything, then you're invited into the relationship or you're not. And I want to give you every opportunity to shore up that relationship so that you are invited in, so that they do want you to continue walking alongside them, that they still want to know what's going on in the home, even if they're not present. And that was one of the things my daughter said to me. And now those of you that have followed me for a while, thank you. Thank you for following us. Uh, over on at social media, on Facebook, on Instagram, on Pinterest. You know, thank you for going over to ConnieOpers.com and checking out the podcast. Thank you for engaging with me on Parenting Beyond the Rules. And if I've seen you at a speaking event, thank you for coming. I love speaking. That's what God has called me to do in person, on air, and online. If you've watched me on the news talk about parenting and homeschooling, you know, my heart is to equip you and to serve you. And I'm just grateful that you're here. Tell your friends. Tell your friends about it. That's how we grow in, in this culture. It's a truly word of mouth. And really, to be honest, it's kind of always been that way. We're just seeing it more now with uh, the change in landscape in culture and education and other areas. But one of the things my daughter made a comment to me was how I always have to be productive. Well, now when we were talking about strength finders, it is true. Striving are some of my highest themes, my domains, as we mentioned last time. I, I don't do nothing well. It's hard for me to sit. And it's funny me telling you this because you hear about me and, and I post so much about sitting and listening to the Lord. It is a, it is a, a real discipline I've had to build into my life because I want to be productive and uh, and producing and moving things forward and reaching out to people. And she noticed that about me. Now, if you know my daughter, she's you know she's an adult. She's married, living a very full life. Uh, in many ways, she has a lot of characteristics like I do. And for her to have the freedom to say, "You're." You're always seeming to have to strive and be producing something. She goes, sometimes this was key, y'all. Sometimes I just, I just need you to be present. That affirmed to me that all the years, the 35 years that I have spent parenting five kids and the 30 years that I have spent working in the education and homeschooling and in church organizations and education, it just solidified 
exactly what I'm telling you. Your kids are watching. They're taking notes. Now, the part that it's solidified is they may not say anything to you now. They don't want to get in trouble. But they're watching. And they're taking notes. And just as my daughter said to me, I just, I just need you to be present. Boy, did that hit me hard. What's my biggest struggle? Being still. When I'm listening to you, when we're having a conversation, I want to know everything and I am listening. And for her to remind me, to take me to that spot where it's a vulnerable area for me. Because I want to think I've mastered that. I've taken this, I've mastered and, and I no longer wrestle with that, but I do. I do, and you will. There will be areas of your life you're going to wrestle with. And you're always going to wrestle with. But when you are focused on knowing the people that you are doing life with, working with, parenting, being married to, and you can learn to speak in a way, and you can learn to understand them, it enhances your communication and it reduces a lot of the hurt and heartache and separation and brokenness that happens. It's okay to be productive. But you got to be present. It's okay to get need that time to, to tuck away doing research and, and thinking about things or leading a, a, a group or a movement or a business. That's okay. And if, because that, that could be very well the purpose that God has called you, what you're doing right now is it could be exactly it, but you want to make sure You want to make sure that you are present. You want to make sure that you are present while you're being productive. And you want to make sure that it's the purpose that God has for you and not that you get derailed on a bunch of other tasks that weren't meant for you to pick up and take. And the whole purpose of doing those series on strengths is it does help you It gives you that mindfulness of being aware of what you're doing. It's not performance. It's being aware that your children, oh, those beautiful children that can sometimes be very annoying and aggravating. Maybe not yours, but sometimes mine could be, especially as we were going through the teen years. And if you had wonderfully compliant children and they never gave you a lick of trouble, that is awesome. Maybe I should have not had as many. I'm not sure. <laughs> but, but the chances are you're going to have that. And I'm going to, I want to encourage you. I want to challenge you to always be thinking they're watching me. They're watching my body language. Do I roll my eyes? Do I shake my head? You know, just like right now, you can't see me, but I'm just kind of like shaking my head side to side. Do they watch you fold your arms or drop your purse a little harder than normal? Do they watch you close the door maybe a tad stronger than you do normally? 
Do they watch you respond with kindness and love and unconditionality? Do they watch you encourage others when the reality is you just want to fix their problem in two simple steps because you've already been down that road and you can help them? It it just reminded me of something, and I'll close with this. We've recently had um, an inordinary amount of death and loss in our family, which is why we weren't able to get the podcast up last week. Um, But I do have to say this. My stepfather... Um, who married my mom. Y'all know my story. I I was caregiving for my mom for a good amount of time, several years actually. And when she passed, um, one of the things she asked me to do is look after her husband, my stepdad. Just He he was mourning and and a, a grief and a loss that I'd never really seen. It was beautiful, but it was painful all at the same time. Well, you know, he he also recently passed, and he was in the military for 22 years. And uh, while preparing for the memorial service, I I got to just really reflect on who he was that that season of his life. And I was having a conversation with someone, and we were just talking about the seasons of our life and about military life specifically. But I, it just made me realize, you know, as a private, you know, as a newcomer into the military, you you don't have any say. You do exactly what you're told, and nobody comes to consult with you on wisdom on how to lead the charge on a war. You have to walk through the seasons and gain the knowledge, and it comes at time and effort and perseverance and diligence but you can't enter the service, the military, as a private and suddenly become a general where you're in charge of strategy for a war. Now, I believe that's the, a beautiful picture of parenting. You have this child. I don't care how many babies you babysat. I don't care how much caregiving you did or anything like that. When, when you have that little child, and it's yours, and you, you have some ideas of what I need to do, every day brings new opportunities and challenges and problem solving, figuring out what that little child needs, and, and it grows like that. And as that child's growing, so do you. And they grow into the elementary school years, and the struggles become a little different. Their little personalities start to emerge a little more. And they hit the middle school years, and you're thinking, wait, I survived. I we had a great, this child was a wonderful baby and toddler and and young elementary school, older elementary school. What's going on now with middle school? And 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 you're asking everybody, what are we supposed to do for middle school? And you're trying to read all this stuff and talk to all your friends, and then comes high school, the early teen years. And you start to see things are changing yet again, and you're trying to get it right, and you're trying to do it, and you're trying to speak to that child in a way and parent that child and get them to understand uh, what God says and, and how they're supposed to be living their lives. And then you're trying to teach them character qualities that they're going to need for their whole life. 
and you're feeling senses of being pushed away or a rejection and, and maybe some of their body language is just like, yeah, no thanks. Or yeah, I heard you. Or no, I'm not doing that. And you're like struggling. It's like, oh my goodness, my time's, my time's running out here. I only have a few more years to parent these kids and, and get them prepared for what's coming next. And then they go off to college or they move out or you're just, they're just finished with school and maybe you're homeschooling or they get a job and the nature of your relationship changes. My conversation with my daughter kind of reminded me of where I started and all the seasons that we've walked through and all the lessons that I've learned the hard way and hard-fought battles for their heart, late-night conversations that uh, were endless sometimes, prayers that repeated and repeated, imparting knowledge and truth into their heart at their season in a way that they heard it so that I didn't sound like a nagging mother. And I know that's not what you want. And I wanted to share that conversation because it's coming from the perspective of a mama who's lived a good life with lots of struggles and heartaches and joys and celebrations. But I see as we have had several uh, memorial services, I see how being able to speak to my now adult kids, several that are married, and as I've had to communicate with our team, I, I can't, I couldn't do something. I hit a limit. I just, there was no more me. I see the beauty of knowing and understanding how people operate, how they think, how they feel, how they behave, and how they process the world around them. So just as your kids are watching you and you're trying desperately to figure it out, so are those that you work with and so are those that you're married to and you do life with. I want to encourage you in your productivity as you're fulfilling the purpose, providing for your family, as you're doing those things, still stay present, still stay actively engaged in knowing how to effectively communicate so that the people that you are in life with understand where you're coming from, but also you can speak in a way that they're going to hear. It makes life better. And I believe it honors the Lord more. And that's what Equipped to Be is all about. Equipping you to be a doer of His Word. Equipping you to be strong, to be brave, to be confident. Equipping you to fulfill the purpose today. Maybe you're embarking on a journey of homeschooling that you didn't expect or your job is in jeopardy because of decisions you've made, or you've lost some folks like I have and your heart hurts. 
whatever life is hitting you with right now, I can assure you it's a season and you're going to come through to the other side of the season and you will have gained a greater perspective. And my prayer is that your relationships will be richer and deeper because you invested in learning to speak a language that others hear. So I thank you for joining me for Equipped to Be. I hope this podcast blesses you, uh, that we are here for you to encourage and equip you. And as always, if you have show suggestions, I want to hear them. If you want me to get into the nitty gritty of parenting or walking out your faith, what those questions that you have, because as I was talking to this mama of eight that was staying with us, she was saying she loved how Equipped to Be is more than just one topic of parenting or homeschooling, because as a woman, uh, we're, we're multidimensional. We don't just do one thing. At least I don't. And I don't think you do either. So you make it a great day and we'll see you next week. Well, that wraps up this episode of Equipped to Be. If you enjoyed this show, please share it with a friend or family member and hit subscribe so you don't miss a show. And thank you again for joining me. Remember that we are equipped for every season of life.